You're about to listen to a message from the LifePoint Church, a warm and friendly home for the young at heart. Awesome, awesome, awesome. So today, uh, well, this morning, my assignment is very short. I'll take the announcements quickly, just very short housekeeping and share a very short message. We're not here to talk too much. So, um... For the benefit of those joining us for the first time, if this is your first time at the Live Point, can you wave your hand? Let's see, show of hand, anybody? Awesome! Live Pointers, please love on them. Just love on these amazing people in the house. Give them a hug, give them a high five. Thank you so much for coming. Okay, so for your benefits, let me quickly just introduce you to Live Point. So Life Point is an expression of the Elevation Church. The Elevation Church is pastored by um, our lead pastors, um, Pastor Godman and Pastor Bolariwa Kinlabi, okay? And we have the privilege of having PG in the house later today. Yes, yes, he's going to be joining us. Um, But I have said that just so you understand, we're having uh, a super amazing program this weekend, all the way from Friday till Sunday. It's called Fortizo. It's our teaching weekend. And this weekend, our focus is on the spirit of prophecy. That's the teaching direction. I mean, how many people agree that we all need to begin to function more in the prophetic in our generation? How many witnesses do I have in the house? With the direction of the the economy, uh, global and local, macro and micro, we need the prophetic, yeah? All right, so um, that's happening this weekend, Friday all the way to Sunday. So Friday is at 6.30 p.m., Saturday morning, it starts at 9 a.m. And on Sunday, across all of the Elevation churches, and obviously here at LifePoint, we'll be having um, the finale on, on Sunday. All right, so um, Pastor Godman, Pastor Bola Kilabi, will be uh, facilitating the sessions alongside a guest minister, Pastor Chintok Ishaku. So guys, you don't want to miss it. So Friday and Saturday, here's how we roll. Friday, Saturday, we all converge at our Lecky Center. That's just further down beside KFA Event Center. Okay, and on Sunday, we meet here at 9 a.m. So 9 a.m., we'll start with pre-service Bible study. That will be facilitated by Pastor Ayo Otuyalo. Yeah, and then we'll continue the Fortizo conversation in service at 10. So you don't want to miss church this weekend. That's the summary of everything that I have said. Okay, um, second announcement that I have, anyone serving in the house, if we have volunteer workers in the house, G-Squad members, can I see your hands up? Awesome. We have a meeting, we have a meeting happening same Saturday, right smack in the middle of the Fortizo um, conference. So it's it's some sort of breakout session for uh, the workforce. You don't want to miss that as well. Membership class happening, if you want to get to know LifePoint, what we're about... Um, life point movement, how you can be a part of it. You have questions. Why do we turn off the lights? We have a lot of lights in the room today because of the live, live recording. But if you've been to any of our services, we don't have this many lights on. But you have any questions at all about life point, about the Elevation Church, please feel free to join us on the 28th of um, August. That's next week, Sunday, right after service. We'll hold the membership class. Okay, I think that is it. I've spoken about Bible study. Sunday morning, membership class, after service, for Tizo, Friday, Saturday, Sunday, and global workers meeting on Saturday. Okay, so my housekeeping work is done. 
and I'll just go right into the short charge. If you've been with us this entire month of August, now I know that we have some movement and all that because um, the technical crew is trying to... Okay. Sorry, I do not do dress rehearsal. All right. This feels really weird. Though. I feel like I'm backing everybody. <laughs> Am I a carousel? Like, I'll just be going... <laughs> Anyway, um, yeah, we'll make this work. So, if you've been with us this entire month, well, the last two Sundays, we started a new teaching series called The Glow Up. The Glow Up. Um, the first Sunday, Pastor Chine, please help me love on her. Where's she? She did a fantastic job just breaking it down and introducing us to that um, subject of glowing up and embracing all-round transformation and wholeness as God intends for us, okay? And that first Sunday, she also spoke about the bag, you know. In our generation, we're very big on securing the bag. Is that my timer? Multimedia, please just confirm. I need to know what time I have. Is this it? Okay. While you guys figure that out. Yeah, so... Um, she spoke about the bag. Last week's Sunday, please help me love Von Bishop. Where's Demi Lade? He also did a fantastic job introducing us to how to steward our physical health. Again, the anchor scripture is thought John 1, 2, which is, Beloved, I wish above all things that you will prosper and be in health even as your soul prospers. A translation says, I think it's the NLT translation, it says, I, I wish that you would live well, you know, that you would enjoy physical health. The Amplified Translation says that I wish that you will be in health um, and be physically healthy, yeah, be physically healthy um, just as your soul prospers spiritually. That's what the Amplified Translation says. Okay, so last week we looked at mental health, we looked at physical health, and we had fantastic doctors in the house and a lovely host. Is Timoni in the room? Timoni did a fantastic job just coordinating that conversation. We had Dr. Sam and also a guest doctor. All right, so today I'm just going to try and, um, well, not wrap it up, but zone in a bit, just very briefly, on a portion of that scripture there. So, just background. Paul... Uh, sorry, John, Apostle John, was writing to a very dear friend of his called Gaius. And he says to him, Guy, I wish that you will live well, that you will be healthy, you know, just as your soul prospers spiritually. So for Gaius, we understand, I mean, just looking at that scripture contextually and not reading English, this is not the Greek or Hebrew lexicon. We understand that he obviously was in a solid place spiritually. And while I was just thinking about that scripture, I feel like that, that's kind of like the reverse for a lot of us. So Paul will say to him, yeah, you're doing great spiritually. Your soul is, you know, on fire for God. But what's going on with your health? I desire that you would live well, bodily, you know, mentally, you know, um, emotionally, in every way that you would be fine, you know, um, and whatever other leads you want to put there, I hear someone say financially as well. Absolutely, God wants us to prosper in our finances. No, there's no doubt in that at all. So, flipping that, 
Paul says, uh, sorry, John, why do I keep saying Paul? John says, I want you to prosper in all things, in all areas, yeah? I find that in our generation, we're very big and fixated on prospering in just very specific areas at the detriment of our soul. And so I just want to zone in very briefly this morning on the soul prosperity, you know, and I've called it soul care. So what does the scripture really mean when it says that you would prosper and be in health just as your soul prospers? Why does it tie your all-round prosperity and wholeness and well-being to the level or the quality of how well your soul is faring? The question to consider or to ask ourselves, how's my soul faring? And I need to ask you, soul, how are you faring? How are you doing, soul? How are you doing, soul? How is my soul? With the uh, given the brevity of time that I have, of course, I won't be able to take like comments or things like that. But here's what I want to leave us with: two, two or three things to to think about and just take out of here. When we say your soul prospering, your soul getting whole, you know. Remember that when you got saved, it was your spirit that got saved. So as man, as a human being, you exist in three forms. There's your spirit, there's your soul, there's your body. We take care of our bodies. I mean, the guys here, if you say offshoot, we'll see six packs, we'll see four, we'll see two, we'll see one. It's all right. All in our pack. It's all packs. You know, Uh, the ladies, your wigs on point, bone straight, you know, makeup on fleek your Mac Studio fix, you know, everything just, you're glowing on the outside. Bodily-wise, you're looking good. But how is your soul? Moving from there, when we ask about our health, I mean, I want to celebrate and just also use this opportunity to appreciate all of the partners who showed up last week to conduct health checks. So we had a health tracker in the room. We had um, some mental health. I don't remember their name now. But they were also around to just provide counseling and all that. But if we are very intentional about caring for all these other areas of our lives, your finances, some of us are very educated and informed. uh, And in the same spectrum, we have those who are very ignorant when it comes to financial investments, you know, managing that financial resource that God gives us. We said very clearly two Sundays back, Pastor Chi established that God is our source. Our finances are not our source. Your salary is not your source. It's not your God. So if we're very intentional about getting education, how to manage our finances, we're researching and all, how are we caring for our soul? Your soul is the seat of your will, the seat of your intellect, the seat of your emotions. So how you, what are you doing to take care of it? When you got saved, okay, that day when you surrendered your heart to Jesus, what happened was it was your spirit man that got saved. Your spirit man was translated from the kingdom of darkness into light. So what's going on with your soul? Because we expect by default that that transformation should automatically affect our soul. But with your soul, it's an ongoing salvation process. It is a process where you are required to continue to educate, to nourish, to feed, and to grow. So that your mind is transformed, you are renewed, your thinking is changed. 
how you perceive, interpret things changes. Your perspective to life changes. That you begin to understand the things of God better. And so it is important for each and every one of us to understand how do I care for my soul effectively. One is to walk in the truth of God's word. You see, we've been talking about the word of God for a long while now. And we will continue because fundamentally it is important. In fact, we cannot, we cannot do without it. I remember a couple years back just singing and worshiping. And I was singing this particular song um, by, uh, what's his name now? Is it Michael W. Smith? The one that says, I am, you are the air I breathe. It's Michael W. Smith, right? Yeah, you are the air I breathe. And I know the Holy Spirit just said to me, pause. Are you really sure I'm the air you breathe? You know, because we sing a lot of these songs. And I've said that or given that example just to help us understand that what we've come to do here today. Yes, it's a live recording. But it is a meeting with the King of Glory. And his glory already fills this room and online. His presence is here. So when you say, you are the air that I breathe. What are you saying invariably? If we cut short your oxygen supply, you will be a dead man. So, what, it, it sounds like an exaggeration when we say, you are the air that I breathe, Holy Spirit. And yet, in our day-to-day -day living, we simply have just paid lip service to him. The way you don't think about inhaling and exhaling is the way we are not expected. Just following the lyrics of that song is the way we are not expected to think so much about our walk with God. Why? It should be a natural flow. That I wake up excited that I belong to God. I wake up excited and ready to take on the world. Why? Because I know that the King of Kings goes before me. That I wake up excited, ready to do His will. Ready to listen for His voice. That he says, BWS, get up and start going to Kutuenji. No questions asked. I pack my bags. Ah, I have children. <laughs> I have husband. Lagos is comfortable. No, but seriously. Are we really all about him? So I've always said that the challenge we have in our world today is a challenge of wheels. It is a challenge of wheels. It's His will versus ours. It's that we choose always to do our will as against embracing His will in its entirety. And so as I wrap up, walking in the Word, studying the Word of God, embracing it, knowing its truth will do us more harm. I'm sorry, will do us more good greater good it's for our benefit some of us now if I give you the microphone you can sing me the entire lyrics in fact the entire uh, Kiss Daniel album from Buga to every you can sing it all the lyrics everything is all up here how much of the word do you have in you guys we need to redefine what cool is if a guy is coming to you as a girl and he has zero word, cool man, all wrong, very wrong. He doesn't know what the word of God says. And as a girl to sing goes for you. Oh, my mental health. 
I'm depressed. I'm, and I'm not belittling mental health issues, guys. I've always said, look, maybe we didn't understand what depression meant in when, I mean, when I was growing up. I mean, we're kind of like all in the same age group, amen? Very right. Thank you. But you get it, when we were younger, we were just really sad, like extremely sad. And I'm not saying that there isn't anything like clinical depression. Hear me correctly. But I'm saying we have magnified these labels so much that I wonder sometimes, is the word of God still potent? Is the word of God still available to change and to transform? Is the power of God still available to heal and to deliver? So as we talk about soul, feed your soul, feed your spirit with the word. Let the thing that comes out of you be life. Scripture says, your word have I hid in my heart that I will not sin against you. To hide the word is to literally consume the word. Jeremiah would say, your words I found and I ate them. And, your, and they became what? The joy and the rejoicing of my heart. You are always sad. Get into the word. What does the word say about you? What does the word of God say about you? I am an eternal excellency. I'm a royal priesthood. I'm a holy nation. We are peculiar people made for the glory and the fame of our God. Who are you? Who are you? We have been created unto good works. You have been created unto good works. That means the output of your life has got to be good. If you are producing any other thing that isn't good, it is not God. Get into the Word and see what the Word says about you. See what the Word says about you. It says, I, am, I go out in joy. I am led forth in peace. The mountains and the hills before me, what do they do? They break into singing. They break into singing. He says, instead of thorns and briars, what do you produce? And I need to ask someone that. What is the product of your life? You are fixated on everything that is going wrong. Get into the Word and see what the Word says about you. See who you are. See how God sees you. We should change ourselves when we don't know what the Word says. When we don't know how our Father looks at us. Some of us are still holding on to guilt, to sin, to condemnation. And you feel like I'm not worthy. I am not enough. God says to you, you are worth the blood of Jesus. You are worth that cross. I have no regrets that I gave my son up for you. So sit. Sit at the foot of your father. And you know, just preparing this, I have a word for someone here. It's Psalm 27 verse 14. You're about to make a decision why it is. I don't know, it sounded like Jack Basha when it came to my heart. I may be wrong. But it says, let's have it up on screen, Psalm 27, 14. It says to wait on the Lord, to wait for God, actually. Wait. Be of good courage and He shall strengthen you. What's going on with our... The screen is... Okay, let me just read it from my note here. Wait on the Lord, be of good courage, and He shall strengthen your heart. Wait, I say wait. You're tired. You're perhaps even angry. 
you expected a different outcome. But it's not looking like the way you have planned things are panning out that way. You even have a word from God that you're holding on to. Job will say, all of my appointed days will I wait. Until what? Until I see my change come. Don't be tired. Don't give up. I'm a product of waiting and I'm still waiting. There are seasons in life and you need to understand that. We have a God who is a father. He's mindful of you. He does not leave you in, in perpetual pain. It doesn't even cost you pain. Sometimes our ignorance and our poor decision-making faculty causes us pain. But His mercy is available to bring us out. But there are consequences too. There are natural, I mean, there's the natural law and order. There's the natural flow of things. So whatever it is, whether you're in a waiting period, hold on to God. Don't cut short the process. Don't try and help Him. I remember sometime in 2014, I was dealing with a lot. I just quit my job. And I was so sad. Maybe I would have said I was depressed. I think I must have entered into depression that period. But again, I was quite ignorant. So I didn't know that was what it was called, I guess. But I was so sad and I was speaking to a mentor at some point. And I remember him just encouraging me and, you know, telling me to just hold on. God will do it. You know, because I, I quit my job having heard God. But I thought that some of the things that, some of the doors that had opened up, the doors of opportunities that had opened up, I thought that was how God was going to work. So let me give a very practical example. I was facilitating trainings, corporate trainings. So I, I said facilitating corporate trainings for First Bank, Diamond Bank, you know, Union Bank, just banks, financial services um, industry. And I did it at a point in time when I was on leave at work. And I was making money. Like the offers were coming. I was busy. I was on maternity leave. I made money in my maternity leave. Like as in money. I literally was earning my salary, my monthly take home, net take home. In like maybe three or four gigs. So I just thought that was the door that God had opened up. So by the time I was ready to eventually summon the courage and quit. I assumed I was quitting to do that. Alas, the jobs, it was like that tap just stopped flowing. I was unemployed for four years. But I started my consulting business in that season. I'm grateful to God for the very micro and small businesses that allowed me learn with their businesses. I was on retainer of 50k for some of these companies. You know when they say take home can't even take you home. I was married then, so I, I am married. I mean, I was married then, so I could. I mean, someone is thinking and saying, "Oh, yeah, you probably were able to weather that period." But if you know who I used to be, it was tough. God humbled me in that season because I've always been an independent. Who I still am, but. My marriage, I didn't know how much detriment I was doing to in the spirit of my independence nature. 
I ate humble pie. I asked for 5K for fuel money. But that period, I worked with government. I ran projects. I worked for free. A lot. A whole lot. But I honed my skills. I developed myself. I got closer to God. I served with all of my heart in church. I mean, I had free time. I was working with teenagers. But I understood who I was. I gained perspective. So I've said all that just so you understand that the sum total of your life, how does scripture put it in Isaiah, Luke eleven twenty three. now? It says a man's life does not consist in the abundance of his possessions. Ultimately, God is your source. He has a plan for you. It's a good plan. So hold on to him, wait on him, engage with his word, see what the word says about you as an individual. Embrace it in its entirety. It's time to stop shortchanging yourself. Don't do half and half measures. Follow fully. It pays to follow God. Help me tell someone as we wrap up. It pays to follow God. It pays to follow God. So as we get into the live recording now, I just want to specially appreciate the LifePoint Band. <laughs> Guys, I love you all so much. I'm grateful for the gift of you. I'm grateful for the ministry gifts that you are and for your personal ministries too. And I want to also appreciate all of our guest collaborators. One to one seller, where are they? Where are they? I think they're somewhere in the room. Guys, please help me appreciate them. Ah! These are friends of the house. These are people who love God, passionate about the things of God. I mean, this project just started as an idea. I just had a chat with Falabi. Guys, what do you think? We should do something in blah, 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 blah. Falabi took it, ran with it. Before I knew it, one to one seller was in the picture and all that. It's just amazing. Thank you so much. Um, and Endless Ocean. Thank you very, very much. Um, I will still come back and do the proper thing. So. And we also have great man in the house. Yes. Thank you, guys. God bless you. Can I just quickly pray as we wrap up and we move into the next um, segment? I've said a lot this morning and I guess you perhaps have picked your own word. But please go ahead. Just want to give you an opportunity to talk to God this morning. What is on your heart? What is that particular aspect of soul care that needs to happen? Do you need grace to sit with the word? Go ahead and ask for it this morning. The King of glory is here and He's freely distributing gifts. His Shekinah glory is here, ready to settle upon your heart, ready to indwell you, ready to leave you a changed person. So please don't miss out on this opportunity. What is that thing that hails you? What is that addiction you're struggling with? Would you ask this morning for help? and ask that grace, the divine enablement and empowerment to live above sin, to freely choose the things of God, the ways of God, to embrace them in its totality. The anointing that makes the living, the studying, the, uh, the studying, the reading and the doing of God's word easy comes upon you right now in the name of the Lord Jesus. Father, we thank you. We give you all praise. In Jesus' name we have prayed. Amen. 
Thank you for listening to a message from the LifePoint Church. To download more free messages, please visit www.soundcloud.com forward slash LifePointNG.com.